Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Kimberly Meredith with us, a medical medium, trans channeler, hands-on healer, and spiritual teacher. Blessed with a very unique array of extraordinary healing and psychic abilities, Kimberly is quickly gaining recognition as one of the world's most gifted medical mediumship healers and spiritual speakers. She's often compared to Edgar Cayce, the father of holistic medicine, himself a medical medium and the most documented psychic of the 20th century. Kimberly's near-death experience back in 2013 completely awakened her to the gifts of God. Her book, Awakening to the Fifth Dimension, a guide to discovering the soul's path to healing. Kimberly, welcome back to the program. Hi, thank you for having me, George. I'm excited to be here. Me too. And for those of you who haven't heard her before, Kimberly, tell us about this near-death experience uh, that happened eight years ago. Yeah, Um, I had a near-death experience um, that was pretty (laughs) profound. Um, I was hit by a car, and yeah, I ended up uh, in in the hospital because I didn't uh, take care of myself after the head hit, um, and I proceeded on with a job that I didn't want to let go of, and uh, I had a full-blown concussion, head injuries, uh, jaw injury, and um, I collapsed on Christmas Eve, and um, I coded, um, and I went to the other side, and um, by the grace of God, I survived it. But I still ended up with a lot of um, injuries, you know, even after I came back, which I spent two and a half months at the hospital to recuperate from that. In in the near-death experience, I saw, um, you know, many people talk about their NDEs in different ways, but mine, um, you know, I did communicate with the angelic realm. I saw my my, um, which I never even saw pictures of her, which later on I spoke to my aunt about. It was my great-grandmother, Josephina, who was a shaman. And I do know I was visions of um, figures of um, ascending masters and hearing whispers in my ear about you're here to stay here, heal here, you know, different types of energies coming at me. It was so... um, interesting because I remember feeling like I wanted to stay there Mm -hmm. the other side and this energy thick amount of ball of energy pushing on my chest and a very bright light through my eyes and um, it was really so just it's so hard to explain at the same time um, sure. waking up with lots of I don't want to get into it but just a mess a complete mess and um, doctors and everything all over and everything going on and um, then being told you know you're, you're gonna have a hard time you know getting around and it, it was really bad I was in a wheelchair it was hard to walk oh my god um, yeah, and um, I couldn't hold my head up. Even after I was released from the hospital uh, two and a half months later, I was in a wheelchair. I couldn't hold my neck up. I was in a collar, and they wanted to do uh, various surgeries through my you know, my neck, and um, I didn't want to do any of that type of, type of stuff. But I didn't know, like, people 
throw the term around near-death experience, at that time, I didn't know that those kind of words. I didn't know it was a near-death experience. I just knew I couldn't communicate. I wasn't speaking. I wasn't. Right, right. You just knew yeah. you flatlined, right? Exactly. And I didn't know. I I was looking at my fiance at the time, and I was stuttering and scared. And I did know at that time I wasn't me anymore. Like I knew something had shifted. And um, as I came, and when I finally was released out of the hospital. I knew when I was going home, I remember coming home in the car, looking out of the window. Um, I, I, I remember looking out of the window crying, like tears were on my face. And I remember thinking to myself, this is, this is a whole new, a whole new, a whole new world that I'm, I'm going into. Absolutely. Now, when you got hit by the car, were you in a car or were you like outside walking across the street or something? No, I was on foot. I, I was, oh. I was, I felt I, I was going I was getting into the, into a car where the the door hinge was broken and he he the man that had the car knew that he had to fix it and he hadn't fixed the car and he swung the door open for me to get in and it just knocked me off my feet. Oh. Onto yeah. onto oncoming traffic? Not, not good. Not good. No, you're lucky you're yeah. still here, really, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, it was really, really Now, bad. did you have healing abilities prior to this? Because you did have some kind of powers as a kid, right? I did. I, I did, yes. Um, I had healing abilities and and, pow- and and healing gifts when I was a little baby, even as, 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 as young as six months old. I I was blinking. <laughs> I would, My eyes were blinking, and I would do things like write write little notes around the house. I had a very interesting relationship with my, my, my paternal grandmother. I adored her from birth and I would write little notes like, please don't die grandma. And I would hide them around the house and, and I would put my hands on her chest and her lungs and rub them, not knowing she was severely asthmatic. And she actually, her whole, our whole family moved from, um, Iowa out to Long Beach. That's how they ended up there to get near the ocean so she could breathe better when she was 13 years old. And I didn't know that I was he- wanting to heal her. And I'd go around her Adam's apple and her lungs. And also I would lay hands on animals that were sick. And she would tell my aunt, she healed the animal. She healed the dog. And I was doing these things and just being me, you know, and my grandfather was friends with John Houston. I don't know if you know him. He's a director. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and he would build yachts in Catalina. And um, my grandfather became good friends with the Houstons and said, well, I'm going to get an 8 millimeter camera. And he started taking films of me blinking. They thought it was uh, a nice, you know, sweet that I would blink and stuff. But my, my mom thought something was wrong with me. And I also would see visions of like... Um, the paranormal. And I would say, look at that, look at that. And there were like orbs around. And my grandmother was uh, on the side of photographer. So she would take photos and catch the orbs around me. And I I always would see these things happening, but my mom, it it bothered her. And I stuttered and I had dyslexia and, and problems in school. 
And so she would try to take me to, to get me looked at. And then she finally wanted me to stop the blinking and I wanted to make her happy. So she pushed it. I, she just, I just put, pushed it away at like age seven, around seven and eight years old. Now, did you get better with your gifts after the near death experience? Um, well, what happened is my whole life, like after, well, that's a good question. So after the NDE, um, my eyes awakened to the reappearance of my blinking eyes. Is that what you mean? The, 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 the blinking. Well, well, you, well, you, you had these abilities when you were a kid, mm-hmm. you had yeah, abilities prior to the accident, accident, but after the accident, did it enhance everything? Yes. So my my blinking never came again after seven. After she scolded me and told me to stop, I pushed it away. So they never blinked again. So after the accident, yes, they appeared to blink again. And I remember it was like, oh, my eyes are blinking again. So I remember I consciously said to myself, I'm going to let it happen. And I remember saying to my girlfriend, my eyes are blinking. And she's like, what does that mean? I said, I'm not quite sure, but they did this when I was little. And she's like, really? And I said, yes. And I feel it's a connection. And she was a Reiki master. And she said, I wonder if you're connecting to spirit. And I was like, what are you talking Mm. about? So I was not, I, I was not into Reiki. I was not a healer or anything like that. I didn't know quite what was going on. But it was something way beyond I ever could imagine. <laughs> have you have you comprehended what it was at this point? Oh, now the yes. fifth dimension, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Now, after um, these several years since my eyes now have connected to many guides and many um, um, communications with many civilizations and the Holy Spirit and Mary and who I was since I came into the world and who I was supposed to be from the beginning, I am so grateful that I had the NDEs because now I'm here to serve and I'm who I really am. Good for you. And how do you feel after the accident? You feel okay? Uh, Yes. I'm very grateful to be alive and I'm very grateful to serve others. And I love, I love my life. What is the fifth dimension, Kimberly? Oh my gosh. So it's awesome. Um, it's, it, 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 it's so important to me. I started channeling the book in 2017, which is only a few years after my accident. And it's here just like the Aquarian ages right now for us, which I'm sure you know about that. It's happened right now. We're in the Aquarian age and it happens like every 2000 years. And so the fifth dimension is there's many dimensions, but to get into the fifth dimension is the miracle, the miracle that I'm here, the miracle you're here, the miracle that we all can get into these dimensions, whatever we decide our consciousness wants to be in and whatever we decide that we want to have a healing, a brighter future. And then I can only say that what I've experienced and experienced so many hundreds and hundreds of people that have come to me and have experienced is that when we tap into this frequency, we can be healed 
instantly. And when I've laid hands on people and seen people, even through Skype, tap into this frequency, their tumors dissolve, their cancer can dissolve, their bones can regenerate. And this is not something that I have just done. These are things that Ascending Masters have done. These are things that people have been doing way before I have even tapped into this energy and, and taught people to do. And this is moving out of a 3D world. This is moving out of what the guides are saying. It has to happen. It is happening. And it, and it, and it, it's happening. It's, it's, we're, it's happening anyway. It's happened since March of this year, the Aquarian, the Aquarian age, which is the fifth dimension is, is, is here. No question. And you deal with dead people too, don't you? I do. I work with the other side. The other side loves to be called upon. They love to help us out, you know, like Lenin and um, Yogananda, the Ascending Masters, and even your family that has crossed over. They're here. They, they transcend, and they love to be called upon. Love never dies. It really doesn't, does it? Nope, it doesn't. And I feel that most people here on this planet are good. I feel some people stray down to the lower frequency, but most people here want love and most people here are ready to shift to this higher frequency. We no longer have time to be in the lower frequency. We only have time in my, my guides, they, the guides want us to understand that this is the time to love our brothers and sister and move forward. We're with Kimberly Meredith. Her book is Awakening to the Fifth Dimension. Her website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. It's called thehealingtrilogy.com. She's also on Facebook and Twitter as well. Give us an example of what you think one of your most fascinating healings has been and how it came about. Okay, great. I love to do that. Um, her name, okay, oh, I don't know. If Just first name. Name, but... first name's good. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's one of my um, uh, stories in the book. Um, her name was Christy, and um, really excited about this because she was a Skype. You know, I do Skypes, and she came on and she came on for a consultation, just more about a, a counseling session. She was going through something with her boyfriend, and my eyes. Um, a lot of people like to come see me in person because they're like, does Kimberly really blink that fast? So my eyes start going, you know, like that. And so I came on, I saw her, I was like, you know, I start doing the <laughs> And she was trying to talk to me about her relationship issues and we're listening and stuff, but my eyes are going through her um, chest area. And I kept getting hot flashes and I said, okay, you know, going through all that, you know, and she was having some issues with her boyfriend. And I said, Christy, I'm getting a hot flash on the, um, the breast. And it's okay. We talk about it because she's in the book and everything. She's excited about it. Sure, I get and she it. says, yes. Yeah. She says, yes. I said, I'm getting a, um, a hot flash on the left breast. And she says, I don't have anything with my left breast. And I said, the guys are saying we need to get your left breast checked out. And she says, what about? And I says, I just want to make sure you get a mammogram because the left breast is, I get hot flashes when something is triggering something, but I knew it was something going on. And so she said, okay. And then we talked about the boyfriend and I gave her some counseling, things like that. 
three weeks go by, she makes an appointment with me um, in my office. She's about, um, you know, an hour away from me. She walks in and she says, I had a mammogram. And she says, yes. And she has a smile on her. Beautiful girl, just gorgeous. And she says, the doctor said, you pre-detected first stage breast cancer. You found it first. Unbelievable. And I said, you're smiling. Why are you so happy? And she says, because it's healed already. He went in, got it out, and said, he wants to send you a note of congrats. Thank you, because this is what real multidimensional mediumship is, that you. this was found, and this is this rocks. And I don't have to be on chemo and radiation or anything like that because we got it so fast that I had no idea it was even in there. And guess what? I'm like, what? She goes, I dumped the guy that was causing so much stress in my life. Wow. And she goes, let's, let's, let's celebrate. I was like, oh, my God. Okay. So uh, I did help her get on some more, you know, like holistic diet plan and things like that. And, um, and here's the other thing. There was like a little incision there and stuff. And so... We, through the guides, these mini multidimensional guides, they have this really cool healing energy they do with my hands. We went in and we just smoothed out the scar tissue, which was really cool. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> when, you when you're doing this, do you feel something like some kind of electricity flowing through your body? Yes, I do. I, I leave my body. I... Um, I, I, my left eye will blink where to go into, you know, cause I'm a, a, a psychic surgeon. So when I'm doing like the smoothing out, I will, it'll tell me exactly where to go with the left eye. And then the right eye will smooth out the energy or wherever they're going to do it. And then I don't, I'm not, my lips will turn really numb. My hands get really numb and it's really beautiful. Actually, I put really nice music on and then the person that's laying there or even on Skype will also feel very out of body also. And they'll be like, ah, and it's almost funny. It's like, sometimes men will be like, that sounds very like, uh, airy fairy, like something, but that we like, we like it. So sometimes those be like, I am love and I am light, but sometimes I'll see like I'm in the water at Lords, like where Mary, the Virgin Mary was. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. I'm very much connected to Mary. Well, that's good for you, to be sure. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.